0: for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the hive o'clock alarm. Do do?
1: Oh, that sounds
0: amazing. Good Wednesday morning, Hornets fans. It's game day or game night. Well, I guess, I guess it starts in the morning for us, David. We're Just all Hornets all the time.
1: It's game day. <clears> That's will try. It. Excuse me. Whew, wake up now. <laughs> Wake up, everybody. It's time
0: to talk b-ball. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk b-ball. But first, we have to tell you, we had... I, I won't be afraid to say it, David. I think it was one of our best shows last night. I think we're finding... Hello. Yeah, I think we're finding uh, new ways to make the show exciting and fun. And we did a lot. I hope so. Yeah, and we had an exclusive last night. We had uh, our own Justin Thomas, who also... Covers the Hornets for ESPN 730. Uh, he got a few minutes with Troy Daniels, who has recently mm-hmm. been inserted into the Charlotte Hornets rotation in place of Jeremy Lamb. He took uh, Troy, or, or Troy, I guess, he didn't really take Troy. Troy graciously awarded us a few minutes of his time at practice and uh, spoke about you know getting into the rotation and how Jeremy Lamb reacted during the game uh, to Troy being in the game. So it was really interesting. That was
1: good. Yeah, yeah. That was some inside info right there.
0: So definitely, again, that's a Hive Talk Live exclusive. So go go check that out. Uh, uh, plus, we previewed not only the Orlando game coming up tonight, we also talked about the Miami Heat game. Two really important games for the Hornets back to back tonight and tomorrow night. So after you get done listening to the, listening to this. Definitely queue up Hive Talk Live uh, from last night if you didn't listen live. I want to talk about the Magic for just a few moments. They got a victory. They're on a back-to-back as well. They'll be on the back end of their back-to-back. They played the Nuggets last night. They won that game 116-110. to As we said last night, David, don't get it twisted. The Magic, even without Vucevic, their starting center, and Alfred Payton, one of uh, one half of their starting backcourt, this team knows how to score.
1: Yeah, and they've you know got some talent. They can get streaky on you, uh, like we mentioned, and, and that's been a problem as of late. I say a problem, but the Hornets have only lost one game in their last eight. But you don't want to let guys like uh, Oladipo get going. Um, and I think coming out to a good start, especially against a team on the second night of a back-to-back when you're at home, is key, and especially when you, let's just say, didn't have a good start to the previous game. So yeah. I think that'll be important for the Hornets tonight. And I, I look for them to rebound because, as we've talked about since that game ended, you know there wasn't a whole lot of concern, um, which I, I think is a good sign. You can take it however you want. We'll, we'll see how to take it once things get going tonight. But uh, you definitely want to see them come out with some aggression and hopefully have one of those 30-point quarters that we've – Come to know and
0: love. Yeah. Hey, where'd where'd you go? Thirty point first Mm -hmm. quarter. Come back.
1: Yeah. You were you were
0: fun and exciting to watch. We liked you. Yeah. We liked you. We We want to party
1: with
0: you. You mentioned make it cool again. Yeah. You mentioned Oladipo. He scored twenty nine points against the Hornets in January. So he's always Mm -hmm. dangerous because he's excellent at attacking the basket. He had a pretty serious block. Uh, that you should go check out on NBA.com from last night. Uh, So he's a guard, but he's got ups and he's got length. Uh, But also another guy to watch that's been dangerous filling in is uh, Evan Fournier, who Mm. had uh, 30 points last night, 11 of 19 from the field, 5 of 9 from beyond the arc. So he's always a threat, not only from deep, but on backdoor cuts. He's a great cutter. Uh, so you have to watch. Streaky guy. Yeah, and and the thing he got. is, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like with younger guys, which is really all the Magic have, like Jason Smith is their veteran leader. I mean, with younger guys, it's all about rhythm. So it goes back to your point, David. You have to attack them early. You have to keep Fournier, uh, Victor Oladipo, Aaron Gordon, guys like this, from feeling confident in that first quarter. And if you can do that. Then you've really you've not won half the battle. You've probably won the battle. So, and I you know the Hornets feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and the Hornets have done well closing out games. So, I I think with this team, yeah, you'll know a lot. I think after the the first quarter ends. So again, that tips off Um, at at seven o'clock tonight.
1: Mm -hmm. Evan Fournier, teammate of Nick Batum, correct? French national team.
0: French national team. That is correct. Also, have you heard my conspiracy theory? That I've floated around mostly on Twitter. I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but I have a conspiracy theory about Evan
1: Fournier. Oh, it's not quite seven o'clock, so hit me with it.
0: All right. I think you remember the the uh, quintessential '90s film, Billy Madison.
1: Oh yeah,
0: classic. Okay, the kid that pees his pants.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know. The, uh, I don't know the uh, name uh, of the don't character. Don't tell me. But you know, it's cool oh, to my pee gosh. your pants.
1: He cool. unless you pee his pants.
0: Yeah, that kid yeah, is not familiar. Yeah, that kid grew up to be Evan Fournier.
1: <laughs> Don't. That's a good call.
0: To confirm this, fans do not, do not Google Evan Fournier's name. Just please, for your own safety, but uh, do Google uh, Billy Madison kid that pees his pants and look at the picture. And tell me and then go then go find somehow go to maybe a Magic's recap or something and find a picture of Evan Fournier. And uh you will be you'll be shocked, I'll say. And I think you'll be on my side. And and I honestly I think the dates match up. I think he would be maybe that old or no, he's probably younger. Maybe the date yeah. <laughs> maybe the dates don't match yeah,
1: Now I'm gonna be trying to think of that kid's name. So I want to see Evan's old, birth certificate.
0: I'm not I'm not sold on it yet. Anyway, Magic Hornets, they throw down tonight, 7 o'clock p.m., and we will be live-tweeting it at Hive Talk Live for a, an extended preview of this game. Check out Hive Talk Live, the, the full show, the hour show, the big show, the really big show. Okay, uh, I want to do one more thing before we get out of here this morning, David. Uh, so we just got done with the, the Sloan Conference. It's basically a, an NBA stats orgy essentially um, <laughs> that goes down every year and teams will send representatives and they talk about different, you know, new stat models. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a sabermetric nerds wet dream. Okay. And right, um, right. we are fond of the stats on this show and there, there's a stat that's a couple of years old now. It was made back in 2014 that I'm, I don't use it a lot. It was developed, I believe, by ESPN, and it's called NBA Real Plus Minus. Now, David, I know you're you're familiar with the the standard, the good old plus minus, where right, you know, you essentially, uh, you take the points, the 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 net points that were scored or scored against. When a player is on the court, so if if a team scores six points while you're on the court, you have a negative, and you score zero, you have a negative six plus minus. Kind of a okay. ba- right, right, kind right. of a kind of a basic stat. It doesn't really tell you a lot. If you play, if you're really good and you play with bad teammates and, uh, who can't play defense, and you get toasted, then that reflects negatively on you. And there's no way to account for the fact that hey, I'm I did all right.
1: Well yeah, what's up with me? So so right, so Real Plus Minus takes into account basically what and you correct me if I'm wrong, Doug. Uh oh, what I you will. would be like regardless, regardless of who your teammates are, right? Something to that effect.
0: Kind of. It's very complicated. Okay. I won't get it I c I can't even get into the specifics I think it was because
1: I of... I think it was I think it was developed by a former Suns coach, but uh but uh, but, but but you maybe I think ESPN may have uh claim to it or or use it a lot. I'm not sure. I'm sure. Yeah, there were, there
0: were several, there were several guys and several companies that came up with this and, and there's a lot of, it uses a lot of models that you can't really explain because you'd have to have, you know, a couple of PhDs, but, (laughs) and that's, what's tough about this stat. You kind of have to trust it. You kind of have to trust that the, the, the work that went into it is, is legit, but there's no way to say, well, it doesn't account for this or doesn't account for that. You can't say that definitively because, you know, a lot of it is kind of being done in the background, but what it does, it takes models from, it it takes all the box scores from the past 10 years and it takes into account your past performances. So it's, it, it can tell whether or not you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z in a box score and if you don't do that, it it kind of can give you the benefit of the doubt and say, well, if he didn't do X, Y, and Z, but he has done it statistically over the past couple of years, then it probably wasn't his fault. And it was criticized last year because Nick Collison was in like the top 10 for a long time. Oh, it also takes into account the person that you replace. So if you do a lot better than the person that you replace, so it's got some like war, vorp kind of things stitched into it where you get value if you do better than the person that you replace. Uh, But for that reason, I think it got criticized because Nick Collison was high up on the uh, real plus minus because he replaced Kendrick Perkins who, you know, couldn't play offense and and barely play defense. So when you replace that guy, you get a lot of, but I think they've made some adjustments because let me read you real quick. The top five, so top five in real plus minus this season: Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, Draymond Green, LeBron James. I'll go top ten: Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan, Paul George. So okay. seems accurate. Yeah, like I mean, there's no, there's no, there are not not many outliers when I look at the top twenty. I mean, there are no real. Mean me, maybe is like the one guy that kind of pops up in there. But it's a really good tool to use when you're talking about most improved player. Because this, this real plus-minus really takes him to – there's an offensive real plus-minus and a defensive real plus-minus, and it tries to take into account what you're doing, like everything that you do on the court and how that mm-hmm. is a plus or a minus to the offense or defense. So kind of tying this back into the Hornets, the best Hornets in real plus-minus this season is – would you like to take a guess? Kemba? And I should mention that the numbers you're about to hear are per 100 possessions. So it's the points that you added per 100 possessions. Actually, Marvin Williams, who has a 2.34 offensive real plus minus and a 1.03 defensive real plus minus for a total of 3.37. That ranks uh, 28th in the league overall. And then amongst power forwards, he is 5th. Now Kemba's not far behind. He's seventh overall in point guards, and uh, overall in the NBA, thirty-three with a real plus-minus of three point zero two. He gets dinged. He's better offensively a little bit than Marvin at two point three seven, but he gets dinged for defense. And I think that's and the problem with defensive real plus-minus. I'll be I'll be honest. Is that if you if you get a lot of blocks and steals? Like I don't think defensive real plus minus could value what MKG does. It can't value help defense and and recovering back to a player and kind of the 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 defense that doesn't show up on the box score. It, it's tough to take that into the account, account, of, in, account any stat, of, in any stat in any
1: stat. Yeah, That's what I was gonna say. That's that's kind of where um it's it's still difficult. To assess or to put a number on I think right the defensive impact of especially the guy like MKG where you watch the game and it affects it's hard to even put into words really it affects the flow you know or, or he, he has an effect um, just on the way the game is played but you're right it doesn't all the time show up in the box score, which I think Marvin kind of fits in that from a defensive standpoint this year as well but uh, I don't know if you agree with that. But to me, yeah. his defensive is still harder.
0: I think he's been doing both. And I think where his defensive real plus-minus increased this year is probably due to the fact that he is the de facto Hornets rim protector this season. Yeah. So, you know, he's been getting more blocks this season than he has uh, for most of his career. He's really stepped up in that department. And so I think that's why you see his real plus-minus shoot up there. But anyway... I just wanted to. It's a stat that we don't use a lot. Maybe we'll use it more. And I think while it has certain flaws, like a lot of stats, I think it's adjusting and it's young and it's maturing, and it could be of of some value, especially especially offensive real plus minus. I think that's where you can, and you have to again, you have to go with the eye test, especially on defense. But I think offensively, it can. It can tell you certainly much more than than plus minus, so anyway, and I don't know, I I don't think they do it game to game, unfortunately. So you'd really, it's really more of a a season stat. So there you go, little stats. Uh, Charles Barkley would strangle me, I think, if I if I yeah. tried to explain that one to him. Like you're not going to hear real plus Ooh. minus at all during the tournament. You can tournament coverage. Uh, that that's no, that's not happening.
1: Doug, just enjoy the madness, okay? We 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 can we can get back to the stats, you know, in in uh, April. I guess.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it for us, folks. Enjoy the game tonight. Again, follow us on Twitter at Hive Talk Live. We will be live tweeting the game tonight, and on Facebook, we've been doing more video on Facebook. I try to get a little video of warm ups before the game if it's a home game. Or stuff like that. So check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Hive Talk Live. And one more time, go listen to the, the big show. David and I, we talk about a lot of different things. It was a really, it was, honestly, it was one of our best shows. Thanks so much for That's listening. It was fun show. It was. It was. Well, listen, you can't go wrong with, with yeah. David Walker. You You're done. so cool. You yeah, I done. tell you, you bring the cool factor. <laughs> it's something I can't bring. Oh, you have a, you, two early. things, sultry, sultry, deep voice, and you, <laughs> you bring the cool factor. So don't be good now.
1: Thanks, Doug. Don't,
0: yeah, yeah. That's your, that's your wake up. That's better than orange juice. Don't, don't get humble on me now, Walker. You're a good man. <laughs> Thanks folks for listening uh, uh, until next time. Until tomorrow morning, all hail the Teal and paper.